0: going to start recording in five four three two one welcome to multiverse of q your guide of the comic book multiverse now in podcast form i'm luke and devin is not here this week because of events but uh not necessarily in his place but as a special guest we have on daniel kibblesmith who apart from uh... Writing on the Colbert Report, uh, coming on the Multiverse with Q Christmas Special, or at least a person who sounded specific, who sounded strangely like him, and a lot of other things. <laughs> he is currently writing *Valiant High*, and uh, you also wrote *The Doorman*.
1: That's right. Yeah. Co- yeah. Okay. So these are these are my these are my immediate corrections, and I apologize. I'm the co-writer of *The Doorman* with Elliot Rayhall. Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to steal, steal his thunder. And, uh, I never wrote on the Colbert Report. I've only written on the Late Show on CBS. So, I was not one of the people to come over from Comedy Central.
0: Okay, apologies for,
1: uh... No, none, none necessary. I just know that, uh, you know, a lot of those guys have been on the show for, like, 13 or 14 years. And I want to give all due, all due respect to that legacy.
0: Okay, I I can uh, definitely respect that. And speaking of giving respect to legacies, Luke said trying to make a transition. (laughs) Uh, Let's talk about uh, Valiant High and how you're sort of taking that long-running legacy and making something new with it.
1: Yeah, well, uh, I mean, for those who who haven't read it or or seen it yet, it's uh, part of Comixology's new exclusive line. Uh, so it's a digital book uh, that right now you can only get through Comixology or um, through a Comixology Unlimited subscription. I think uh, their exclusives automatically come with the uh, subscription. So that's a great way to try it out. They have free trials. Um, but it's the, the Valiant Superhero Universe, which, you know, if you're not familiar, is sort of like uh, a, a 90s uh, non-Big Two uh, superhero world that um, got uh, all the titles more or less relaunched in 2012 with just amazing talent and creators behind them, uh, and now it's been around long enough as this you know revitalized superhero universe that they can start kind of playing with it a little. So the characters are established enough that they let me do a high school alternate universe called Valiant High. So it takes uh, characters you may or may not know from Valiant, like Faith uh, or ninjack uh, and puts them in a in a high school setting. So you know they've got uh, uh, a gun-toting uh, super soldier named Bloodshot, uh, who we made the dodgeball-obsessed uh, gym coach. Uh, and that's I mean that's that's the the elevator pitch uh, taking taking superhero archetypes and uh, mapping them onto high school archetypes.
0: So. Like, what was the uh, concept of this? Did they, like, come to you and say, hey, we want to do something for this digital first series, or was it specifically a let's get a, a high school alternate universe?
1: Uh, it was It was already a high school alternate universe when they pitched it to me. Um, so I had done some work for Valiant uh, previously. I had done uh, some humor stuff, like shorts uh, and uh, fake advertisements in um uh, anthology issues like I have some pages in Bloodshot 25 other uh, like fake comic book ads uh, one of them is kind of a riff on the Charles Atlas uh, ad and there's like a, an ad for a 16 bit video game uh, in there uh, that you know is uh, uses the word rad a lot um and i was in uh unity 25 which is like the all humor issue uh and it has other comedy writers in it like uh, elliot kalen from the daily show uh who's done a lot of comics since and um uh, like tom Sharplang and the cartoonist michael kupperman uh so they they were aware of me um over at valiance uh, as a as a guy who wrote comedy and uh was was starting to do comics And I got a email from uh, then Valiant editor Tom Brennan, who said, uh, how would you feel about a teen soap opera? And uh, I replied back in all caps lock, uh, you know, with like a million question marks and exclamation points like, like Archie? Uh, And I'm not even a big, I'm not even a big Archie guy, but I, at the, at the time I was, I was getting there because uh, you know, they just relaunched all of those and you know, they were talking about Riverdale coming out. so I was I was newly fascinated with with teen soap operas uh, at the time that they asked me about this. So I think Comicsology and Valiant were both uh, circling the idea of Valiant High because high school alternative universes are a total thing. I mean they have been for a while, but certainly with the explosion of like fan fiction and fan art, uh, it's one of the you know trope reimaginings uh, so uh they had me uh write up a pitch for it. They already had the concept, but they had me write up a pitch for it uh, and they liked they liked where I wanted to take it uh, and I and I got the gig, so that would have been um like around last August or something uh that we started we started talking about it in earnest.
0: Cool. uh so, like are there any? tv shows or touchstones that you sort of turn to because i mean you specifically reference a few of them in the uh first issue of the series but as far as uh, teen dramas what comes to your mind
1: wait which ones do i explicitly reference because i've been i've been asked this a couple of times and i keep forgetting i know i, I there's the he's all that line yeah yeah I know that one.
0: <laughs> uh, that's what came to mind. I I just figured that you had at least another one in there. Yeah, no,
1: no kidding. Uh, there's a bunch. <laughs> um, I mean, because it's it's on different levels. Like I wanted to do. Uh, I wanted to to take things that people were maybe familiar with, like um like having like a breakfast club moment, or uh, you know, doing like a she's all that riff. Uh, but then also, uh, inverting them or subverting them, uh, in some way. So, you know, you get to play with all the tropes of doing a high school story, but also hopefully give people something new and twisty. Um, and, uh, then that's just the high school stuff. So then there's like the superhero alternate universe stuff. Like we talked a lot about, um, in terms of people who do it right, uh, the X-Men evolution cartoon, Mm -hmm. uh, was obviously a big, a big influence um, because it, uh, does the same trick of kind of mapping everybody onto their high school counterpart and figuring out who's going to be a teacher and who's going to be a student. So you can kind of like get all of the personalities someplace that they fit really well. Uh, like in the high school, uh, X-Men, I think Cyclops is a student, but he's a senior and he's kind of like a, like a, got a stick up his butt, you know, cause he's still Cyclops. Yeah, and then Wolverine and Storm and Beast are all teachers because they're sort of perceived as like having wisdom, or you know, in the case of Wolverine, just being old as hell. Uh, so you kind of go with your gut uh, every time. Uh, it's like you just sort of like check uh, the personality against uh, what which, which slots you have in a high school story and try to figure out like whose personality. Um, clicks uh, in different places. And what relationships do you need, too? Like, when once I figured out that... Uh, I think it was it was Valiant's idea for uh, Toyo Harada to be the principal of the school, which makes total sense if you're a Valiant fan, because he's kind of their Professor X, but extremely morally dubious. I mean, even by Professor X standards... Yeah. Yeah, uh, Harada is, uh, you know, like, manipulating the stock market and kind of secretly controlling the world. <laughs> Uh, so he's the terrifying principal figure in Valiant High. Uh, so once you know who the principal is, then you start thinking about like focal point characters. Like I wanted to write about Livewire, uh, Amanda McKee, uh, who uh, in the Valiant kind of prime universe is uh, his mentee, like his his prized student, who eventually figures out that he's bad news, uh, and they have this very dramatic falling out, which was a story that I. Um, related to just like having my own, uh, high school years and college years, like relationships with teachers and then, um, you know, just finding out that we were all kind of flawed people and that, uh, high school is a stressful time where kids' emotions are running really high. Uh, I, I love the, I love the idea of taking that really like that uh, pupil, uh, teacher relationship from the main Valiant universe and literally putting it in a high school so once you kind of click the big characters into place, then it starts cascading because you uh, sort of know who their friends are, who their love interests are, who their enemies are, and you can kind of like use the ones that you know you gotta have to kind of define the rest of the universe. Um, and then there's like punny easter egg aspects of it too, like uh, uh, Eric Dacia is, you know, wears armor. Exo Manivore is an armored superhero. And I thought it was hilarious to have him be a football player. So uh, he's uh, refers to the football field as a battlefield, and in his armor, he feels confidence that he cannot be defeated. And you get to do that sort of Visigoth, you know, knight personality uh, in sports, which is you know like a microcosm of of the, the violence that he does in the real Valiant universe. So it's just it's just a, a jigsaw puzzle is how I've been is how have been describing it.
0: Yeah, like I was kind of wondering how the uh, three Eternal Brothers ended up as students. Well, I don't think like Ivar really showed up in the first issue.
1: Ivar is not in the first issue. I don't want to give I don't want to give anything away, but there are characters in the coming issues who are not in the first issue, uh, and you get to learn a little bit more about like where some of your favorite people are hiding. Again, if you're a Valiant fan, which I yeah. I am, obviously.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things I've been slowly getting into, like through the various sales, and weirdly, like there is the uh, Valiant role playing game that came out two years ago now.
1: That's right. That's right. Uh, and uh, they do a lot of humble bundles too, which was one of my, one of my big ends. Um, I think they're on their second or third Humble Bundle. So uh, this one has a bunch of volume ones. You know, the last one had, like, all of the volume ones from, like, the 2012-2013 launches. Uh, It was just a really fantastic way to to catch up. Especially uh, for me, because I wanted to start uh, writing for these characters and pitching stuff on them.
0: Yeah. Like, that is one of the things where it's even though you are, like... Coming up with these new versions of the characters, you still want to be able to have that like truth to who they are. That you aren't going to be getting ridiculously angry letters from people. I mean, I have <laughs> a feeling like that you always have the uh, chance of like, well, I can't believe you turned that character into a teenager. That doesn't make
1: sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's kind of the buy-in. I hope that nobody feels that way because it's it's sort of the it's sort of the entire premise. Uh, if they are not into the high schoolification of, of their favorite characters I, I totally understand um, but if they like the if they like the personalities and the emotions that drive those characters and want to see them clash with other valiant characters uh, i think every I think everybody's going to be happy I think everybody is going to feel like this is a this is a fun little you know you uh, marvel their what ifs and in dc their else worlds and this is An alternate universe where you can kind of bounce people off of each other because you have more latitude in terms of who's hanging out and why uh so they may not you know be you know saving uh mexico city from an exploding ginger uh or anything but uh homecoming can be dramatic you know Mm -hmm. driver's ed can be very dramatic
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah like uh marvel has had their uh, avengers academy app that's apparently been doing well enough that it hasn't been shut down like a lot of their other ones and it's like yeah there there is definitely that appeal to them it's sort of weird that like dc hasn't done anything but it's nice to see a third party getting into it because it is a great way to be like oh i want to know more about this character let's go and find out about him and then they'll end up with like getting one of those old school Exo Manowar trade paperbacks from a half-price books that always seem to have like five or six copies of it.
1: I mean, I would love for I would love for this to be a gateway to uh, other Valiant comics. I mean, I certainly tried to make the people feel like they do in the main universe, and I think that the kind of Archie genre uh, is. Uh, a gateway to other comics for people who maybe aren't interested in seeing superheroes fighting, you know, and I had other influences that, that, uh, people might, might get into if, if they like Valiant High or, or vice versa. Like I love the, um, uh, Spider-Man loves Mary Jane series, which is, you know, oh. very similar. Like it's, uh, taking Marvel characters and just making, uh, extremely kind of low key, uh, high school drama stories about just, you know, who has a crush on who and, you know, saving up money to buy a dress for the dance and, you know, the big football game um, and uh, uh, I tried to make Valiant High a little more superhero-y on my first outing because I also knew that um, uh, you know at its core, this is, a, this is a book about superpowered teenagers and I wanted them to actually be using their powers and getting into big fights and stuff.
0: And not necessarily focusing on non-powered people.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's kind of the the other hook of this of this book is that it's um it, even if you don't know who the valiant characters are, uh, it's a high school about super powered kids. Uh, so it has that kind of you know Hogwarts or like uh, you know anime, uh, you, you know prep prep academy for special children. You know, obviously X Men uh, is one of those as well. Or uh, wh- am I allowed to swear on this podcast? You fucking are. All right. Um, there was the Tim Burton film based on the book uh, that came out last year that I, I can't remember what it was called. But it's like Miss Peregrine's Home for Fucked Up Monster Babies, <laughs> is what we were calling it around the house. Um, yeah. And uh, you know that's a total that's a total genre unto itself. So even if you don't necessarily know Valiants or or know superhero comics, uh, I hope that people would check this out uh, because it's it's also just a, a prep academy for. Uh, unusual kids with unusual powers and you get to see them sneaking around and using those powers
0: yeah i i do like that you like balance that whole they are going to be like using their powers there is like an end goal there is a reason why all these kids are here because like uh marvel like uh devin and i huge fans of uh Spider-Man Loves Mary Jane. I think it's still one of our top-rated universes on the uh, Multiversal Q Chart.
1: I am not surprised. It's very, very good.
0: It is, except for that last series where it like abandons most of the uh, continuity that it didn't set up. But we don't talk about that version. Um,
1: yeah, that's fair. I mean, on the balance, I think it's great. I didn't read. I didn't read all the way to the end. I know that they had uh, a writers changeover and a uh, little little relaunches
0: yeah there is the terry austin one and it was just uh
1: we 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 ranked it
0: separately we ranked it very separately
1: okay got it got it uh
0: marvel had tried to do a a similar thing back in like 2008 when they were trying to do the whole women of marvel thing but they and like the series was good they just like gave it the worst title and i think it was supposed to be an ongoing series at they just had no idea how to pitch because 2008 Marvel was really bad about, like, uh, reaching out to women, and so they called the series Marvel Heroes.
1: I do not remember this. <laughs> that is it, that is a, a, a tough joke to pull off on paper, I'm going to say.
0: Yeah, and it's, like, really good, but the only place that they've republished it are in, like, those tiny digest-sized books.
1: Oh, yeah, like, little manga volumes, which they also did with uh, Spider-Man and Mary Jane.
0: Yeah. And then they just, like, put in random back issues for filler because they didn't even get to introducing all the characters who were on the cover of number one of the
1: series. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. That sounds hard to follow, like, hard to pick up and kind of read it all.
0: Yeah, it it is. Like, we both had... Uh, Devin and I, when we wanted to cover it on here, both had to hunt down issues of it because it it's, like, nowhere online. Unlimited doesn't have it. Comixology doesn't have it. And it's like, you know, if you're trying to appeal to, like, young female readers, it's a good book to do. Um, So would you necessarily say that this book is directed at any particular age group or is it like anyone who's into uh, high school stories or
1: I mean definitely all ages uh, and anyone who's into high school stories I'm in my 30s uh, and I wanted to make something that I thought was um, uh, funny and, and clipped along uh, and uh, hopefully like evokes people's own angst whether they're in high school now uh, or uh, whether, uh, like me writing it, uh, they're just, like, tapping into how they felt as a teenager because uh, it's a weird time. Everybody, everybody hate. I don't, don't want to say everybody hated high school, but everybody has a lot of, like, strong emotions associated with high school and the universality of that, uh, I think, uh, is, is one of the reasons that it's a, is a, it's a genre unto itself, you know, the, like, Jean, John Hughes is kind of the king of the genre but it is also a genre beyond him that's just literally people in high school uh, the same way that like westerns or sci-fi or romantic comedy Um, because I think it's so relatable being uh, on the cusp of adulthood like having suddenly so much power and such a clear sense of identity and then also kind of having no power and no sense of identity Um, so I tried to put a lot of that into uh, especially the the focal characters are uh, Livewire, uh, Amanda McKee who sort of gets the A story and uh, Peter Stanchek and uh, Colin King uh, who in the the Valiant Prime universe is Ninjak who sort of get a little B story uh, about uh, Livewire uh, desperately wanting to pass her driver's ed exam uh, and more so just kind of having the freedom of being able to drive a car when you're a teenager and um peter stanchek being a a sad sack uh, with a crush on a girl uh and suddenly this uh debonair new foreign exchange student shows up and wants to give him a makeover uh, as a challenge to see if he can help him uh, get the girl of his dreams so they're very high school stories um, and and I hope that they I hope that they resonate with people. I hope that they dredge up all the misery of being there when you're reading this fun adventure comic about kids who can, yeah, you know, shoot telekinetic blasts and fly. If you had
0: the option to go back to high school, but you would now have some sort of random superpower, would you take it up? Uh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. So wait, I'm myself in high school, but I can, like, uh, you know, shoot ice out of my eyes or something?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't necessarily know what the power would be. Oh,
1: then yeah. then never mind. <laughs> if I can pick the power, yes, because then I imagine I could, like, stack the deck to my advantage. If the power could be, like, any, like, Legion of Superheroes roll of the dice and I still have to be in high school... Uh, I don't I don't want to be like a matter eater lad or bouncing boy uh, and then still have all of the uh, angst that uh, uh, you know young bespectacled heavy set high school Daniel Kibblesmith had going for him
0: Yeah high school is rough times especially with powers
1: rough times with powers that could be the yeah. subtitle for valiant high
0: that's the uh sequel valiant high, <laughs> rough times with powers
1: into it into it i would love to do more uh if i if i'm able um uh right now the plan is uh for these four issues through comiXology uh but uh if they do well if people like them uh i'm sure i'm sure we could talk about uh doing more because i tried to just give everybody like i try to keep the story really self-contained and give everybody just a taste of this universe. Uh, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of expanding we could do. I was very inspired by the first season of community where they don't leave the school uh, or uh, or um, power Rangers where it's just kind of all you need to know is that there's these four kids and you don't get a lot of glimpses of like their families or their homes or anything like that. everything's kind of just like centered on the community center where they hang out and then they go off and fight monsters on the side
0: in locations that weirdly look like japan
1: yeah yeah that's a big that's a big change the kind of the grain of the the video (laughs) suddenly Mm -hmm. suddenly gets a slap of noise over it
0: just like the best things in life
1: (laughs) yeah 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 a little bit of tv static goes a long way so, yeah, I hope, I hope, uh, I hope that uh, there's opportunity to see more of the Valiant High universe.
0: Most definitely. So, let's all hope for uh, Valiant High 2, rough times at Valiant High. Rough
1: times at Valiant High. Rough times with superpowers.
0: Bowers. Uh, so, Daniel, if people want to follow you online, where can they do that?
1: Uh, my last name, Kibblesmith, uh, was available for every social media that I joined. So you can find me at Kibblesmith uh, almost almost everywhere. On Facebook, I think it might be slash Daniel Kibblesmith. Um, but Facebook just imports my Twitter anyhow. So pick your poison.
0: Awesome. Well, uh, thank you very much. Uh, you can pick up the first issue of Valiant High currently on Comixology. And when does issue two come out?
1: Issue two comes out uh, this month I believe the 22nd again, but I do not remember off the top of my head, which is the most professional answer I could have given you.
0: Sounds good. You know we're all about professionalism here at Multiversal OQ. <laughs> uh,
1: you can also you subscribe to uh, Comixology Unlimited, and then you'll just have it, uh, as well as uh, a, ton of other, a ton of other stuff that they have in their library for browsing, just Netflix-style.
0: Good point uh multiverse of is a weekly podcast you can find more out about us at multiverse you can find me online at at coldreg that's k-o-l-t-r-e-g or at luke herr l-u-k-e-h-e-r-r.com dev my co-host is at Fred that's f-r-e-d-d-o-f-e-t-t uh you can also check out our partner podcast exiled podcast at exiledpodcast.com and we will see you next week thanks for listening and thank you for coming on daniel
1: thank you for having me Peace, Wait. waiting for this girl.